Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Who are Leonardo, Michelangelo, Raphael, and Donatello? More and more parents are wishing their children had never set eyes on these new superheroes. Good morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasolo, and with me, as always... Ben Vanell here. Thanks, Tommy. And thanks to our listeners for downloading and streaming, and or streaming, (laughs) this episode of Filthy Casuals. If you're managing to do both download and stream at the same time... Mm -hmm. I guess that's normal for street <laughs> streaming is just downloading. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, dude. <laughs> oh, that's streaming crazy. is just downloading, man. <laughs> just watching it while you're downloading. <laughs> but anyway, thanks for doing that, everyone. And thanks for Adam Knox for joining us. Hey, I had to. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wanted to, too. Yeah. There's a bunch yeah. of video games this week. Stuff happening. Least, well, there's one. Well, there's also, we should plug, we've got the live show rapidly approaching. Oh, yes. Saturday, July the 2nd. The 2nd of July at 5.30 p.m. AEST. Mm-hmm. You can come in real life to Comedy Republic um, or you can stream it online through Comedy Republic's streaming services, which is just fucking downloading, dude. <laughs> That's crazy. Comedyrepublic.com.au actually lets you download it technically for 24 hours. And, bro, yeah. it's the same in real life. It's like you're streaming it live in front of you, but it's also downloading the oh memory into your brain God. at the same time. The brain Whoa. has 2.5 petabytes of storage <laughs> in it, apparently. So, yeah, come to that. If you're mm. in Melbourne, we'd love to see you there. And, uh, yeah, if you can't make it, if you're in another part of the world, you can, yeah, stream it live online. It's uh, Yeah, it's happening very soon. If you haven't got a ticket yet, then please do that. Comedyrepublic.com.au. Yes. It is a part of sort of uh, us doing a thing called Giant July. Oh, yes. Which is where we're going, hey, it's July. Come on over to the Patreon. Yes. (laughs) Where the regular stuff we always do, which is you get videos early, you Mm get a bonus podcast every week that is this, but about uh, everything that's not video games. And you get a bunch of other stuff that we'll be doing during yes. July. Yep. Yes. It's um, a uh, it's a famous marketing technique where we've yep. made it seem like we're putting on a bunch of things for you, which we are. Yes. Yeah. But the true motive <laughs> is that we'd all like a bit more income. Yes. If, if you would like to sign up to Patreon, we, it supports the show. Yes. And it genuinely is is the, the how we are able to do it. So yeah, it absolutely. It means the world to us. And in... Just a small token of our appreciation. Mm-hmm. We give you a little bit of content. Yeah. That's right. Just a little content out of the out of the the content nipple. Yeah, <laughs> we a little, squeeze it out. A little, a little suckle, suckle onto the. Yes. and we're not. You know, we're not Don't pumping it. We're not pumping it out of the content <laughs> nipple. 
for you to, and you know, you just have it later. We leave you with a babysitter, and then we're off to, at the oh, casino doing nice. our own thing. We're here. It's, it's fresh. fresh. Yes. It's fresh. Latch. We're in a cafe. We're surrounded by people giving us <laughs> disapproving looks. We don't care. Yeah. It's it's insane to be disapproving of that. It's, it's healthy. How life <laughs> is supported. Yeah. It is literally supporting someone's life. Mm-hmm. Let us do it. Both we barrels. Don't, we don't yeah. care that you're a bit old. If you're able to verbalize, <laughs> I'd like the content nipple. Yes. There's an argument that you're probably. Probably a bit too old to be suckling on the content nipple. We don't care. Or no. very advanced. Do it until you're 35 if you still want it. Yeah. Or older. Be a million. I don't. That'd be crazy. If but you're yeah, a million, we're get in touch. Living to a million. <laughs> we've we've had one out. We've had one nipple popped out. For July, we're popping out this the second. Right. I've got all eight ready um, to go. <laughs> we're doing some some things um, that I think we're pretty confirmed to be doing at least. A little uh, movie commentary. Yep. Will yep. be a little extra thing we'll chuck out. Doing mm-hmm. some like live stream sort of stuff yes. on there. We'll be giving all the details over on patreon.com slash filthy casuals. Yes. I think is our URL yep. to go to. But in anticipation. Mm-hmm. Filthy of Casuals that, Pod, I think. Filthy Casuals Pod. Filthycasuals.com.au has yep. reliable the, links. The link, yeah. But you can get on there right now and uh, yeah, get the uh, back catalogue of uh, yes. the the sister show to this, where yeah, give you a little extra episode every week. Yeah, there's a a, a very big back catalogue we should mm. say, like a t- yeah. 200 plus episodes right into your RSS feed. It's a fun time and it supports us, so we we just massively thank everybody who's doing that. Yes, and if you're not doing it and you want to try it out in July, jump on over. That's exactly. the month to do it. Yeah. yeah, if you're not doing it and it's not for you, hey. Welcome in anyway. Yeah, yeah. So Here we are. We're taking, you know, you may remember July of last year. We had a pretty established <laughs> thing that we were doing, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, July has rolled around this year. It's the second time we're doing July and we're, yep. we're deviating from the script. <laughs> we're doing things a little bit different. You All may right. have thought you knew what yes. you were in for, but... Uh, it's the Crisis Core remake. <laughs> oh, I see what you're do- doing. I had no idea. Yeah, okay. Sephiroth is from the old podcast. Yep. The, 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 the original Sephiroth from the Filthy Casuals book club mm-hmm. is back in Nintendo 69, the other podcast. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Well, yeah, maybe, hey, if you've been listening to the podcast on your PlayStation 4, it, it, come July, you'll be able to listen to it on the PC. The oh, first thing from this... Uh, it's out now. Yes. Yeah. Yes. From the uh, Final Fantasy VII 25th anniversary uh, celebrations, mm-hmm. the most important of all the Final Fantasies. It's the only individual one that gets a big its own anniversary. Theme. Yeah, that's yep. true. Um, I, I guess it must be the most popular uh, by a mile, by a f- huge mile. It's the only one with so many games around. And yeah, they yes. really. I I thought like there were a couple of live streams of individual games that happened during this weird. E3 didn't happen, but yes. some stuff went on anyway. The other one, very quickly, because we there's nothing to talk about, was Dragon's Dogma 2, mm. which they announced in a stream and then said there'd be a stream for another stream, and they did that stream and yes. announced yep. Dragon's Dogma 2 by three men just taking their jackets off <laughs> and they were wearing <laughs> Dragon's Dogma T-shirts. 2 shirts. Yes. That rules. all we saw of it, <laughs> yep. which is not the way round. Capcom showing less than Square Enix did about Final Fantasy was not the... the, mm. the gamble that I had placed. Well, I wish yeah. that's how we were announcing Giant July, just at the live show next weekend, just all rip off our jackets and I have fil- the Patreon Filthy Casuals URL on the <laughs> shirts that we're wearing. No, yeah. Tattooed onto our torsos. So this yeah, sent, Halo uh, 2 style, right yeah. on our bicep. Yes. This sent Dragon's Dogma 1 r- rocketing back up the uh, Steam yeah. charts, I believe. Yeah, it was also on sale for like $4. Right. right. Yeah. Never played it. Uh, what do you reckon? Worth going back in on? 
I don't know. I never played it either. Okay. So. I played it like a year or two ago. Maybe like a remastered release or whatever on the PlayStation mm-hmm. 4. Uh, it did not hold up for me. Okay. People, I think, are big into the story and the world building and all of that stuff. Right. But um, gameplay-wise, it was a bit clunky. Okay. It's got a touch of the Monster Hunters about it from what I see where it's one of those things that like plays a very specific way. Yeah, like, that's With the true. older Monster Hunters, at least. Yeah. So I, I, I'm keen to go back in mm. or go in on an old game. People seem hyped, though. Yeah. yeah. And also, I, just It was one of those ones that very much seemed, for a decade now, like it was dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and speaking of uh, yeah, games getting very uh, bizarre presentations in this like E three wind down thing. There was a twenty five minute presentation about Xenoblade Chronicles three, mm. which uh, the second one I think we all found was uh, very complicated. Lots going on, incredibly convoluted. And I didn't watch the presentation, but from even people who are super into number two are like, "Wow, there's even more bullshit in this one." Okay, so yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a big sword, I have. Yeah, yeah, lots of British shit. Yes. Lots of uh, incredibly intricate battle mechanics that are going to take nine hours to get your head around. Yep, and um, incredible jiggle physics. Yes. That's and, what but hey, I'm just for. glad that this is happening in its own presentation and not right. as part of a separate Nintendo Direct whenever that ends up being. Right, right. well, probably... At the end of this month is still what people yep. people yep. still seem to think that in about a week there'll be probably immediately after next week's episode of this goes <laughs> yes. up. Yes. There'll be another <laughs> Nintendo Direct. Yep. But yeah, speaking of jiggle physics, Final Fantasy VII <laughs> had its, its its thing that uh, integrate for the PC is out. Yeah, it is. They showed a fair bit of remake part two, which is yes. called Rebirth. It's called Rebirth. I think it's just straight up called Rebirth, Final right? Fantasy. It's not even called yeah. Remake 2, which is yep. which is really interesting. Like it, uh, Watching the trailer, it really struck me that we kind of felt like, oh, this is a bit of a... In the lead up, it was like, well, this is a little shitty that it's like an incomplete thing. Like you're only seeing like one act of a story. Mm-hmm. But then this, this second chapter having a kind of different name, not only kind of justifies what they're doing with it but also gives a lot more context to sort of what they're doing with this like branching storyline kind yeah. of thing yes this like is it's no longer called remake it's like well this is a new thing yeah and it's exactly what i wanted to see honestly mm. from right. how spoilers for seven remake i guess from how seven remake ended i won't be too specific about it but like it goes in a different direction to it being a pure remake of Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, pretty overtly the characters are saying things like oh that first story don't know if it's going to go that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They <laughs> uh, seem to be aware of the existence of the uh, other game. Yes, or the original game, different reality or something, yeah. different timeline. Which yeah is ex- is explicit in the rebirth trailer. Right. Yes. They, they yes. mention that as well uh, in that. So I guess spoilers if you watch that trailer. Um, right. But also you should have played the. Uh, but also I already. think that was pretty much out there by now. D- absolutely. That, that that's, yeah. 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 So it it yeah it's the, they confirmed it'll be three yep. and this is the second part PS five only now mm-hmm. so no I, I think at some point in the past they had said that this remake trilogy but I don't think they're even calling it a trilogy then would be a no. PS four thing but it's not I think sure they were saying that probably in like twenty seventeen right when it's just been long enough that yeah. things have changed yes uh, they showed some of Cloud and Sephiroth sort of walking around. Like, I guess, that flashback sequence in... Yeah, Nibelheim stuff, yeah. right? I think. The mountains, yeah. And it's just cool to have a proper thing of like, yeah, it, this is Rebirth. It is... This is... The, we're going in the weird... This is a different thing direction. Yes. It's part two of three. 
the, the other one will be called re something else, mm-hmm. and you would assume and re. I I would guess based on Final Fantasy VII reunion, maybe that's I've, a big thing in the plot. That makes sense. Oh yeah, of game. course. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they also said that rebirth will be uh, winter twenty twenty three. Yes. Which means. End of the year 23, start yep. of the year 24. But they said yep. next winter. They did. Which was a very weird way of phrasing it. But that means not the coming winter, which is not the next winter. Not this winter. Next winter. Yeah. But So 23 to 24 probably. Because it's currently winter in the Northern Hemisphere? It's currently winter here. Oh. So it is, it is <laughs> summer up there. So <laughs> that makes more sense that they would be like, not the coming winter. Not the approaching winter. The future winter that will happen after another winter has been and gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and two winters here. <laughs> two winters hence. Two winters hence. Yeah. Should the moon rise yes. on another winter. Because uh, a lot of people, when they say next weekend, they will mean the coming this coming weekend. weekend because sure. So if they've said next winter and they literally just mean... This coming November, mm. that's awesome. And when because they, <laughs> they didn't, they didn't say a, a year. They no. just said next winter. <laughs> yeah. And they also said winter when for us it's summer, which yeah, doubles yeah. the confusingness of it. But the reason it's the one after is because this coming winter is when the Crisis Core remake. Mm. Is, yes, yes. Which I th- ha- they've done bits and pieces to it. It looks as though to sort of bring it in line with what they're doing with Final Fantasy VII now, and they, yeah. they've upped the visuals and stuff. So it, the gameplay looked like it might be a bit Final Fantasy VII remake of Yes, that's what I got from it. I, no, I've never played Crisis Core. I don't really know much about it. Right. Uh, so it's a prequel, right? It's a prequel yes. to Final Fantasy VII. It was on the PSP and it was about Zack mm-hmm. uh, yes. going around doing missions. Who right. Making but, a porno with Miri? Yes. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> one of Kevin Smith's last... <laughs> <laughs> Almost good movies. Uh, I never played it either. He's making Dragon's Dogma to Clerks as well. Oh. <laughs> right, Dragon's Ligma. <laughs> <laughs> what, what about just Dogma 2? Yeah, well, because I brought it in to, to <laughs> okay, what we were okay. doing before. But I was going to say, Zach is featuring heavily in both Rebirth, it appears, and general Final Fantasy stuff. Because, yeah. yeah, Crisis Core... Is the Zack story? Yep. Um, yeah, it's hard to tell quite what the level between remaster or remake or whatever is, but that's yeah. coming end of this year. Onto PS4 and PS5. I think so. I so yeah, yeah. So these two are both way. I mean, we didn't know about Crisis Core until this. Yep. This announcement. These are both way uh, sooner than I would have predicted. Even even Rebirth. Yeah. Yeah. I guess 2023 into 24. I could imagine it being like March 24 or something, getting a bit of a delay. Yeah. Oh, that'll be four years after that that's, original came out. Yeah, that's true. And I guess it's it's the engines all done, so they're just kind yeah. of... Uh, but I guess I'm just in my head, I have yet yeah, how long yeah. Remake took to come out. But yeah. They've said some stuff about how they've like changed up how they're making them so that the third part should also come quicker after right. the yeah. second they yes. said something about that too so and because yeah i think like they restarted development on remake you know in in that time period that we knew it existed That's so right. yes and um, some yeah. version of a final fantasy 7 remake has been being toyed with there for years yeah 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 and so. then yes they've already worked on the the ps5 upgrade stuff and like intermission the dlc was right. all you know technically aimed at you know that the current gen. Yeah. They're, they're honking away at it. Absolutely. They're chocobo 
in a way. And it's good to know, yeah, that now that they've uh, upgraded uh, remake for the PS5, mm-hmm. that I because I my big fear with them being split up and being you know inevitably ending up multi gen was like, well, what, you know, what are you going to do with your? Are you just going to have to reset from? Are you going to be able to pick up Rebirth with all your with some of your progress carried over, right. like your characters to the level right. they were at? Is it going to be just a hard reset or is it going to have an assumed like, you know what I mean? Will it bring, will it start with your characters yeah. instead of default kind of like median level? But it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's good to know that if they do choose to have some of that stuff carried over, that there is going to be like a seamless thing. Yes. I, who knows if that's even what they're going to do with this. Yeah. 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 Who knows? Um, there were a couple other like... So, yeah, they announced Ever Crisis. So they've had that going, cooking for a bit, I think. Right. That's the another remake of Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> yeah, but it's just like a remaster, it looks like. So it's like the chibi style, like yeah. less obviously polygonal and, and old-fashioned, but not, not real looking. My understanding of it too is it it is a con. A condensement. I don't want to say a condensation because that means something. But it's I guess wet. That's water the on word water on the windows. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 a wet version of okay. Like all the Final Fantasy VII games. Yeah, crammed together into this like chibi, quicker version thing. So you'll get right. fucking what's his name, Vincent's yeah. shooter, something of that in there, like Advent Children and whatever. Right. Final Fantasy VII is so fucking weird. Yeah. Because this remake of Final Fantasy VII is technically a sequel to a PSP movie. Right. Like, everything is so fucking weird with it, but they're making it even more confusing. <laughs> Good for them. Um, but, uh, yeah, this looks cool. Like, if even if it is, yeah, more like, okay, taking the, the content and story progression of the original Final Fantasy VII, chucking in some other stuff. And then the turn-based battle stuff looks like um, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Like, yeah. The graphics of that are insane. So It's weird, man. Yeah. Like, cause if, I don't know. I, I, I'd do that. It's like, mm. okay, well, I'll, I'll play that and I'll play all the way through Final Fantasy VII. On one level, I never need to see like a Marco reactor again. But <laughs> well, we are very different. <laughs> <laughs> I get why they're sort of doing this too. I could do, yeah. I mean, that, yeah. I'm. I thought this trailer was great for mm. Rebirth, and yeah, getting some confirmation of it. Like we obviously knew it existed, but seeing exactly what it is. I mean, I'm pumped for it. And I don't. I never even finished seven normal yeah. one. All the way through. Yeah. I just like like remake is it is is an all timer for me. I just had such a good fucking time with all of that game. So yeah, yeah. yeah I am so I'm so hyped to continue it on. I might save going through all of seven until right. just before rebirth's out to kind of catch myself up to speed with the bulk of remake and that's also what you where did. it's diverging from. Well, and I think that's yeah. whatever crisis will kind of be. Right. Yes. Right. So that might yeah. be a good exactly because yeah, you did that right. You played the original seven. Up to like the end of Midgar and then but played yeah, Remake. By, by coincidence at the yeah. point that I had kind of dipped out ended up being where Remake went up to. Yeah. Yep. And then there's some uh, mobile game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is already out and is very popular apparently. First okay. Soldier. It, I think this was like revealed and came out like a year ago it feels right. like. Right. Right. But uh, yeah, a lot of Final Fantasy VII stuff. Yeah, it's I'm excited. It's kind of strange to not, uh, you know, it's pretty soon, but not have a date for Crisis Core. Yeah, I mean, it's within the next six months ish, mm. six to eight months. Normally, you know, you'd think you'd have a date. Yeah, at this point, I guess just how weird everything still is from COVID and whatever. Maybe they just are hedging their bets a little. Better, yeah. it's better to be vague than to to delay. Yeah, I yeah. suppose. 
Which I do think they will delay Rebirth. I think all of this is going to get delayed. Yeah. yeah. I d- yeah. I th- that those targets seem like probably six months before you can expect any of this stuff. Yeah. At uh, a guess. Yeah. Agree. Which, you know, whatever. There was like an sure. interview with the Cuphead people where they talked to them about delays and, and, and that sort of thing. And they were like, who cares? And I <laughs> sort of, agree, like on one level, agree, like... I get that when someone said something's happening and then they go, oh, I actually know. Then it's like, well, why'd you say it in the first place? Mm. I, I would love for the the thing to be a more casual, hey, this is coming out in the, the future rather than like, this is November 11, 2022. Yeah. 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 And then they're like, actually, I mean, April next year. Like, well, that's such a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. You had to have known a bit that it was going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's really interesting. The Like, I love the Cuphead guy saying that because it's kind of like... The reason that it becomes an issue for development studios is because it's like there's this idea of like bad press if yep. you delay a game and so just kind of like normalising it that it's like things are going to slip or you don't have to put this date on it that you're not going to make. Like just being like, don't ask me about it. Don't contribute yeah. to this conversation. Yes. Like just if it stops being reported on as this fucking big thing, then it, you know what I mean? It won't be a thing where the higher-ups are feeling like they have to destroy people's lives to get their little novelty toy out yes like right and that's the thing is these sort of indie studios like the people making cuphead or like silk song and all that mm. sort of stuff they've got the freedom to be able to do that because they don't have a publisher breathing down their necks being like no we need it for this fiscal like yeah yep. that's when the conflict comes in in terms of announcing dates is because bethesda is a huge company now owned by microsoft and has people who don't give a fuck about people's lives or about video games yeah the only two things that matter <laughs> uh the, the, the setting those dates absolutely you know or, or, or yeah or, or instances where you have a, a huge publisher get behind a indie game and then be like yeah you've got to release it right in november and yeah we know that you've been talking about these you know goals you had for it in the press and it's not going to be ready but we've told you the date sorry yeah you know that's that's the kind of shit where people get pissed off with games yeah so. Well, an indie game that uh, never really got dated until about a week ago. Mm. And it just came out and it's fantastic. <laughs> okay. Teenage Mutant. Whoa. What's he going to say next? Hero. Oh. <laughs> Turtles. Shredder's Revenge. Yeah. By the time you got to the end of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles bit, I knew you were going to say Shredder's Revenge. Right. By the time yeah. you said Shredder, <laughs> I knew Revenge was going to be the next one. Well, revenge. he's back and he's going to be angry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that that was announced even at one of these things, was it? Or was it existed It's been before, announced or? for a little while, but yeah. it never really had a date or a time frame. And then it just, yeah, in, in the Summer Games Festival week, it was like, oh, it was out in a, it's out in a week. Right, right. Which is kind of the best sort of... Announcement for something like this. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I've been playing a fair bit of it. Uh, it is a throwback to the... I guess it's like... It's almost as if it's a follow-on sequel from Turtles in Time. Sure. As if it came out on, like, let's say the PS1 when they were still doing Pixels, but the Pixels yeah. could just look a bit better and that have, like, you know... Well, like an arcade game from the early yeah. 90s. Yeah. yeah. The, with the big sprites and the... But that that's it's a weirdly specific out of time look that never existed on a console properly. Yes. Yeah. Like yes. a lot of pixel art stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's also it's also a bit of out of time look of the turtles as well because the turtles, turtles have, in time. There's the oh my God. There's <laughs> the uh 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. There's, <laughs> there is a Ninja Turtles. <laughs> There's like a cartoon now where they look different. Yeah, there's the movies yeah. where they look different and it just pretends that none of that stuff and exists and it's just the like late 80s, early 90s cartoon that we, the people of our age, grew up on. I people. feel like even in this century, the post-Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles century, yes. I will call it, yes. and then people be like, what? I'd be like, the 21st century, they'd be like, saying that. <laughs> Fucking hell. The, the pre Yeah, the previous one was the... Sh- Shellenium? The shill the oh. Shellenium. And this is the Willenium. This is the Willenium. Yeah. Um there's been like four variations. Big yep. rebooty variations. Three, 3D animated movie. That 2009 one, right? The Michael Bay's this new yep. animated thing. So I guess I mean three rather than four. <laughs> but there must have been another. I think there's like two different uh, series yes. since we were kids as well. Yeah, definitely. There was that where they introduced the girl turtle. Yep. Um, I remember with the that. teal, the teal bandana, and, and stuff. there was a live action version of that TV show yes. too. Yeah, so there's been a bunch. There's a fuckload of turtles Upwards out there. Upwards of five, I'm willing to bet. Yeah, one for each of the turtles. I think yeah. there's a relatively recent one too, where they look where it's a right. bit more kind of like moody, and they look a bit more serious. But I think you're right. I think I might have seen some of that actually. Yeah. Or well, maybe it was a comic. I don't need moody turtles. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Well, they're to teenagers. Me. Yeah, yeah that's they're learning true. to masturbate. You know, <laughs> they're learning to Shredder's masturbate. Shredder's teaching them. Teaching them. <laughs> Why do you think I use a pole? <laughs> it's called the Stranger. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is um, this is your classic. Yeah, that era of the video game and the like. And the 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 kind of kooky, fun little cartoon where they got the rounded heads and the you know. Bit of bit of sense of humor to it, yeah. Um, and it is great fun. It's the same people who did the Streets of Rage four that came out a year ago, mm-hmm. maybe just over a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it is very faithful to the vibe and feel of those arcade games. With it, it's a, it reminds me a lot of Sonic Mania, where it's just kind of like yeah, sure. a continuation of the style of this game that you loved back in the day. With you know, it still is. If if you you know, if you were bored by that style of game back in the day, there's not a ton more here, but there no. is just enough for it to feel modern enough without having tinkered with the formula. So yeah. like, there's kind of like more combos you can do. The turtles all kind of play differently, which I don't believe they did in the original arcade games. I think right. it was just you literally were picking a different color. Mm-hmm. Um, they oh, there's like a story mode and. It's not a super long game, but there is replayability in the levels all having these little challenges for you to do. So, you know, they've kind of built enough in there to kind of, yeah, flesh it out and feel mm. like there's enough stuff to do that's not just not just doing the same formula. They've, they've put as much new and interesting mechanics in there as they can without sort of it feeling like it's a, you know, a completely different style of game. Yes, and yeah. it's fun. It, it looks great. It is fun. It's simple to kind of pick up and play. Although I guess Nox, you played it for the first time just before with us, and it, uh, there was a clear like um, delineation of like, well, Nox didn't do did the worst. Yeah, I did the middlest, and to- uh, Tommy did the best based on how much we played it. And yeah. just jumping in with two other people playing and just a bunch of stuff being on the screen and you know doing it for a video as well. It's the sort of thing where. There's enough going on in there that you want to learn how to play it. Yeah, it's yeah. not button yeah. mashing. You really quickly feel yourself start to get better at it, and the combos and all the every level feels very different. The um, mm. the variety of enemies that they've put in and kind of learning like, okay, this one takes this number of hits, and it has this kind of like weak moment where it'll do this, and this is its attack. Like it is, you're just going through levels, 
plowing through enemies, but they do do enough to keep it all visually interesting and kind of thematically different. And, right. and yeah, like ch- the challenge kind of really does ramp up. Right. It's, I guess, it, the, yeah, I'm still quite early, so the challenge hasn't ramped up. But I, I think for me, it all hinges on the presentation. Yes. Because like, yes, it's more than just hitting one button over and over again, but it's not much more. No. It's, it's hitting maybe two or three. It's, it's a game where when I have been in a, in a boss fight and I die, you then have to go all the way back to the start of the level. And I, I always take a little, like I always go and do something. I never yeah, jump yeah, straight. Yeah. I never feel like jumping straight back in if I've failed a level. I'm never like, get me right back in there. I want to finish it now. Yeah. I'm always like, oh, I'll just go do something else for a bit and then I'll come back to this later. Because it's a bit, it is, yeah. It's sa- it's fun, but it is samey. Yes. But the, that having said that, the presentation is great. Like yeah. the music is really cool. Um, I I do like yeah all the stuff you said of like adapting the feeling of the the old cartoon and the old arcade games to something modern, and having it run pretty well. It runs perfectly on on PC, yeah, uh, which is what I've been playing it on. It's it's on Game Pass. Um, a little a little bit of hitching or frame ratey stuff maybe on the Switch when there was shitloads on screen because yeah. you can play Not this with time, up to six yeah. people. So yeah, six right. people plus. I think it. I don't know this for sure, but I think it might scale up the number of enemies and stuff that are coming for you when you're playing with right. more than one person. I yeah, would right. guess that it was doing that from yeah. how many there were when we were playing it. From having played half an hour of it, <laughs> I will guess that, yes. I don't know. It looked uh, I, it looked similar to what... Because I have just, like, last night I played those levels we played. Right. It didn't look that different, but I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe it's because there were there were three extra guys on, on screen, two extra. Um, but yeah, you've yeah. got your little like yeah, every level like there's a TV studio where there's like a break mm-hmm. room where you you walk there's past a TV studio in every level. Yes. Every level. Yeah, there's every a TV level studio. there's a TV studio <laughs> with a break room. <laughs> this game's fucking weird. <laughs> it's very samey, but it's quite fun. Yeah. You walk past a bit where there's like I guess, yeah, I guess it's like an aerobics show that's yeah, on there yeah. and the little foot soldiers are doing their yoga stuff. Like yes. there's all kind of different stuff like that in every level of like a different thing that they're all kind of doing in the background and then they notice you they've re- like the animations of and like all the different turtles have their own different little personality and idol animations yes. and little taunts that they do special attacks which are cool yeah and yeah. they've got the they've got all the voice actors from the show back right to do their lines for this which yeah, is really sick. cool um the the multiplayer was exactly what you'd want for a game like this too where it was just super easy to just burp, we're in yeah yep and uh I, it looked like I don't remember this from when we were doing it, but it has online as well, right? Yeah, it does. Not yes, just local. Yep. So yeah, yep. that that aspect of it is key and seems to be done ex- exactly right. Yeah. yeah, and the main story mode has like a cool little progression thing where you, it's very light, but you do kind of level up, and there's kind of rewards for going and doing that with all of the characters, like going through and seeing. Right. I think you get all different endings and stuff like that. So there's not, I don't think there's a ton of stuff to it, but they, again, they have like put little incentives in there. For, and there's little collectibles in the levels to yeah. go and find. To the, there's the, the overworld map. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's very reminiscent of the first uh, NES Turtles game. Yep. Um, which was so hard. We were talking about that, that it was actually rare to get to see that overworld yes, map. <laughs> yes. It's like, it, I think it was even after two levels. It was the first time you got to see it. Yep. And then was the uh, the infamous damn level, which is, yeah, one of the hardest video it's game levels brutal. ever. Fuck, maybe we should try and do that for a vid. 
Oh, it could be frustrating. It could be very frustrating. <laughs> but um, I, I also love that, throwing that in the yeah. presentation as yeah, well yeah. was like a really fun thing for, yeah, someone who's been a fan for a really long time. Yeah, it's yeah. great. It's Yeah, it's on Game Pass. Check it out. I think it's on everything else as well. Uh, and yeah. Uh, yeah, it's got me really excited for that... Um, that collection of all the old ones that's coming out. I want to go back through all the Turtles arcade games because I yeah. fucking loved them back in the day. Yeah, there was a bunch I just didn't play. I don't think I played Turtles in time. Uh, or maybe even two. I feel like maybe I only played the first Ninja Turtles game, which was right. the platformer. But um, yeah, I'm pumped for that as well. And yeah, having all this music in there as well, mm. so perfectly done for the era and for being contemporary music as well. Yeah. It's, it's a... It's a good package. It's, it's a good damn package. It's cool to see a nostalgia thing that is like, at the, at the one hand, it's like a kind of pandering throwback f- exactly for people our, our age, mm-hmm. but it still also does feel really fresh and they've brought a lot of, like they've got this hand animated like 2D yeah. cartoon intro that they've done for this. they got Mike Patton to redo the theme song. There's a Ghostface Killer like rap song in the middle of one of the levels. Like it really doesn't, it doesn't feel just like it's like, going hey i mean we did the nickelodeon fighting game for yep. a video the other week right. and and that really does just feel like there you go you 30 year old fuckhead <laughs> there's cat, cat dogs, dogs. Yeah. Yeah. on the screen <laughs> just on the screen no you know yeah wasn't even voiced until very recently just very like cash in yeah but this really does feel like such a loving like no this has to still be like a fun game to play like we can't just coast on totally people's memories of the cartoon yeah 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 i, I was never I never vibed with the turtles for some reason. Oh, I was, hugely. That was my my number one thing. Right. That I mean, turtles I, and Lego. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, was, I mean, I, was happy. I thought I vibed with them really hard, but I'll tell you what, there's characters that are coming up in this where I'm like, I guess I didn't know the Ninja Turtles as well as I thought I did. <laughs> yeah. There's like, a gator. There's a gator in there. I remember him. Okay. Leather Leatherface? I think leather so, head? yeah. Leather head maybe, yeah. yeah. Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, Massacre. that's Leatherface. Yeah. Okay, Leatherhead. He must be. Yeah. yeah. I, I like Krang. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Wow, kid. What? No, nothing. <laughs> 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 well, you know what? You don't need a chainsaw for mm. trimming your pubes. I hope not. Do you know why? Because Manscaped is here to help. Manscaped. Finally, I can put this fucking thing away. <laughs> this giant chainsaw. Yeah. It doesn't. Uh, it wouldn't even work. It works when okay. you got a dick the size of a log. Okay, Timber. But yeah, Manscaped, they're supporting our show uh, once again. Um, and hey, if you don't want to use a chainsaw, you can use the Lawnmower 4.0. Sounds a lot more appropriate. It is. It features a cutting edge ceramic blade. Cutting edge. Yep. Mm-hmm. Very key for a blade. Uh, it reduces grooming accidents thanks to its advanced skin-safe technology. I will say, having used these, pro- I haven't had a grooming accident. I was no. going to say as well. I can testify. I can testicleify. I I can testify. <laughs> yeah, Not that's... one single grooming accident. Wait, you can testify that Adam hasn't had a single grooming accident? Because mm-hmm. okay. he just said that, and I believe him. <laughs> <laughs> and you testify to that? I'll testify in a court to that of law as a character witness. Hand CSA. on the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> um. The lawnmower 4.0 has a 7,000 revs per minute motor. That's fucking fast. Yeah. That's so many revs. That's heaps of revs. Well, that's like fucking Kieran Perkins's house. Was he the guy no, who used to advertise? Light you? Star. Yeah, that's yeah. evil Kieran Perkins's house. <laughs> <laughs> he drinks the competitor. Michael Klim? Was it a tennis guy <laughs> who did rev? Maybe. Maybe it was Pat Rafter. Yeah, maybe. 
Uh, Rev Rev had a campaign for sure. Yeah, I, I reckon don't remember what it is. <laughs> I reckon the dairy brand Rev used to advertise. They had some advertising. Nothing on Manscaped though, where they go, "Hey, podcast, yeah, do you <laughs> yeah. want? Go for it. Mention for Rev. Life. Who gives a shit? Um, oh, there's there's a. <laughs> if podcasts had existed in the nineties, every episode would have been like brought to you by milk. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> only two percent fat. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, there's a 4,000 kilowatt LED spotlight on the uh, lawnmower 4.0. It's really Damn. useful too. Very, very handy. It helps with a precise shave. Uh, did I mention the forest, which you won't be after you've trimmed? Yeah, it, actually, that's perfect for weed whacking. Yeah, it really is. So take it on holidays with you. <laughs> um, it's waterproof too. I think the 3.0 wasn't fully waterproof. 4.0, fully waterproof. Hell yeah. Shave in the ocean. From the shower to the lake, as the coffee says. <laughs> From your chest scruff all the way down to your ball throw. Mm-hmm. The Lawnmower 4.0 is the best trimmer around, and they have a bunch of other stuff as well, which you can find at manscaped.com. And if you find that stuff there and you want to buy it, well, just use the code FILTHY for 20% off and free shipping. <laughs> That's incredible. Uh, once again, a product we genuinely endorse. Yep. Getting it for 20% off and free shipping seems like a pretty good deal to me. It really does. And you know yeah. what? It is. <laughs> I'm a little suspicious, but <laughs> I'll go with you. Will you testify to that in court? I absolutely will. <laughs> Me too. H- yep. Happily. <laughs> donk, donk, donk. Agreed. <laughs> Objection. No, it's actually, I just want to agree. <laughs> uh, but if for whatever reason, you, uh, you want to be private. When purchasing this online. You've shaved your privates. Yeah. And now you want to be private. I'm having a private day. I'm going to watch uh, Saving Private Ryan after this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Private Benjamin after yep. that. Yeah. Goldie Horn. For dinner, I'll eat um, none of your business. Yep. Oh, yes. Yeah, I'm going to quit yes. my job and become a private eye. Oh. <laughs> I thought there Damn were no it. more things with private. <laughs> Genuinely <in> angry. <laughs> yeah. There's no private meal. Yeah. That must be it. Then. I thought there must be a food that, like, Sounded private, but well, you've run out of. Th- yeah. At this point of the day, you've been you've been doing private things all day. You've run out of private things to do. So you know what you're doing? Straight down to the zoo. Look at the monkeys. Primate. Next best oh, thing. Oh, okay. V and M even very yeah, close. Just yeah, the go two. Go up the alphabet yeah. a little bit. Yeah. I wouldn't do that. I would Google what else is private, and what would turn up is NordVPN. That's right. Uh, the P does not stand for private, though. It stands for personal. It does, no, it stands. I think it stands for private. Virtual private network. Maybe I think it that's does. what it stands for. I thought yeah. it was very private network. I Fucking thought it was very hell. person <laughs> important. <laughs> uh, NordVPN. It's a fantastic service. It keeps your browsing private. It keeps your password secure. That's a new thing they do as well. There's mm-hmm. like a security package you can get. Uh, they have like a virus monitor and threat protection, browsing protection and stuff. Global travel via the internet. And that's the, that's the thing. The main thing that I think that people would use it for is hop around the globe and watch different Netflixes. Do you ever get that alert when you like log on to a website that you've got an account for and the little Google Chrome um, mm. warning will come up? It's like, hey, this, uh, this website may have been, your passwords may have yes. been compromised. And I always feel like, how could you? <laughs> I, this fucking website, I trusted you. Yeah. I gave you everything. <laughs> How could you be so... Ca- I feel so personally betrayed. I yeah. told you that Tommy was my password <laughs> and you tell the world. <laughs> well, NordVPN has that as well. You can actually log in. You can give them like your Gmail and they will constantly keep, uh, keep you up to date on what passwords may have been compromised, which uh, is genuinely important if you've yeah like logged into a... 
ticketing website and put your credit card in. Yep. Um, it, it, so it does that as well. NordVPN. Uh, so you can get, fuck it, and similar to Manscaped, you can get a big discount on your NordVPN plan. Mm-hmm. Big old discount. Tell me don't about be, it. Don't be <laughs> private about this, Ben. Shout it from the this rooftops. This is the one bit that we need to know. What a big discount. Uh, and you can get a month free on top of the discount. Uh, and some other bonus thing, I think, as well. Go have a look for yourself, nordvpn.com, and you use the code filthy again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or go, go directly to nordvpn.com slash filthy. Oh. And you can get a discount, and you can also do what Knox said. Um, but NordVPN and Manscaped, two things you need in your life. We endorse them. They in, they support us. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, if you don't want to jump on the Patreon for whatever reason, you can support us by buying something you would get exactly. anyway. Exactly. Long ad break there this week, and apologies for that. But you know what? When the riffs mid-ad are that hot... Huh? <laughs> I don't know. I've been playing too much neon white. I was and it's eroded my brain. Another official endorsement is fucking neon white. The well, they, the, they haven't paid us. No, but I don't. This is for free. Okay. Uh, if any, I paid. Yeah, you to, yes, yeah. man. Neon white is a good fucking game. You were telling me off air that you have one hundred. It. I've got wow. an official achievement. Wow! I, I get a letter from the Queen now because <laughs> I've I've gotten to one hundred percent. It took about sixteen hours. Is how okay. long oh, I played this a, game okay. for? That's, uh, it seemed like it would be a shorter game. It, but if you were to just zip through it, it, it is not that long of a game. Sure, you've got like about ninety something levels of this game, which is Let's a first person ch- shooter. Yep. Yeah. Puzzle racing game, basically. Okay. You are you are controlling it as you would many a first person shooter. Yeah, you're moving W-A-S-D? around. WASD mouse. That's exactly the buttons and the thing I was using. Hell are we yeah. Western, baby? <laughs> are we Western? I've been Western <laughs> all Weston. weekend. <laughs> so you're 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 running around first person shooter style, yes. uh, very platformery kind of short levels where there is a path through it an ideal path that you were trying to take as quickly as you can. Right. After that, they're going to be little uh, shortcuts you can take maybe to try and get the fastest time possible to get like an ace trophy mm-hmm. and to compete on global leaderboards. While you're running through it, you have weapons, much okay. like in a first-person shooter, that are represented by these cards that have... Wait, um, I was on board... Ignore the cards. Okay. Yeah, it is the not cards. a card game. The cards are <laughs> just a representation of your weapon. It could also They're be okay. a card. Exactly. Yeah. It could be a 3D model of the weapon spinning as well. Okay. It truly doesn't need to be a card. And I also was off put by being like a card based game. Yeah. yeah. But it 100% is not. Okay. So what's annoying about getting this game and loving it is how hard it is to describe to people in a way that is going to make them want to play it. Because this wasn't on my radar at all. Mm. Yeah. Started reading glowing reviews of it and uh, all these articles being like, oh, you got to play this game, don't sleep on it. But I still, there was something about kind of like the presentation and sort of what I was reading about it that it kind of made me think, oh, maybe not for me. And then it was actually you hyping it up, Adam, and yeah. describing it as it feels like an old kind of Dreamcast style kind of game. Yes. That kind of made the whole look and aesthetic and premise of it kind of gel a bit more in my mind of Mm. like, oh, okay, that era of sort of thing. Yeah, it is 100% for whatever reason feels like... I remember having it with Death's Door where for whatever reason my brain was like, this is a GameCube game. Right. And my brain for this one is like, this was on the Dreamcast originally. Right. Because... It, it just I'm still not in, I'll say. I, I never played anything on the Dreamcast, so, so that's me, not helping for me. Let me keep going. So you're getting these guns and you're f- f- 
you know, left mouse button, normal fire, <laughs> yep. shoots it like a pistol or a rifle or whatever the gun is. Is Mirror's Edge a bad comparison? Ghost that's Runner. What, oh, okay. Which you like. Yeah, so yeah, I'm I getting, I'm getting to that. Yeah, right. Where the, your second uh, alternate fire is an ability. Right. Each of the guns has an ability attached. You can hold two at once and uh, your abilities will be things like a second jump mm-hmm. or a, a fast dash that can also tear through enemies when you go through it. Yeah, great. Uh, or like a, a launch, that sort of stuff. Um, and you are whipping through these short levels as quick as you can, the majority of them under a minute, mm-hmm. a lot of them like 30 seconds. Yep. And, and for the exit to open, you have to have taken out every demon that's in the level. Okay. Yeah, so you are in heaven and you are killing demons uh, to to open this level. So there, it's the puzzle aspect of it is figuring out which guns to use at which time as you zoom through this level, right. taking out these enemies. If there's any shortcuts you can do where you don't actually need to go through that back bit because you can see that enemy from the distance over here. And it is so... It controls perfectly all right it, it, it you are just whipping through these levels in such a satisfying way where every time i finished a level i would go back and get the platinum the ace trophy thing on it for the quickest time you can do it. and then there's like a gift you can find in the level that i'll, I'll explain what they're for later but just a, a, a it's kind of hidden yeah secret right. so object. it's basically yeah you get a medal at the end and you the levels are kind of all grouped into little missions mm-hmm. And it'll sort of gate you where it'll be like you need to be at this rank to get up to the next mission. And the way you move up ranks is by getting gold medals. And in a lot of like, you know, Mario platformers kind of do that where they'll be like, oh, you need this many of the little coin things to open this gate. But this does it pretty quickly. I found on my first run through I was just kind of like doing them and getting bronze on all the levels and then getting to the next mission bit and it going like, hey, no, you need to be up like seven more ranks or whatever. Right. And so now I'm pretty much like doing a level and if I'm not getting the gold, I'm sort of going and doing it straight away because you like yep. it, it really does force you to it, – it's sort of like the getting the best time isn't like a – like an optional replayability thing. It sort of is, but it is right. that is also very much built into like you, you need to be doing this as well as you can and often like – I'll do a level for the first time and get the silver, but I'll but I'll be like, okay, I know how to do it now. I could immediately right. go back in and get the gold on this straight yes. away. Because it, it's like a sequence that you're learning yep. and wanting to right. do as quickly as possible. But it's so satisfying. It isn't repetitive in the way that that might make it sound. It's really because it, it, it controls so perfectly that you you know that what you did wrong. Yeah, and when you right. go through that level and you see, oh, fuck, I could skip that bit by using the jump thing here yep. and whatever, it, it's such a satisfying feeling and, like, zipping your... that We're getting motorbikes outside. <laughs> yeah. Someone was, someone's light. playing it in real yeah. life. <laughs> <laughs> but you spend a lot of time in the air, you're flying around, then you're landing in water that you're just zipping through. Yeah, the like, water right. lets you run quicker. Yeah. There's. Uh, it sounds like a reverse super hot. <laughs> Kind Cause of, it, cause yeah. The, it seems a like little, the philosophy yeah. is the same, right? Like you are planning out the sequence yeah. every single time. Yeah. It's the same, so you're responding to the same things, but it's just like doing it faster rather than slow. And just executing on the thing that you want to do feels really good. And you're right. restarting the level so quickly. Like the F button is literally just to restart Straight away, the level. Right. I fucked it. Because the, the, um, the secondary ability... That discards the weapon. So you only right. so like the the gun that gives you like the second jump, if you use it then it's gone and you might right. like have missed the timing and then you're just like stuck down the bottom and yeah. it's like 
there's literally no way for me to get back up there. That like there, yeah, there is an exact way to get through the level. But it's like Super Meat Boy or something where you're repeating right. it so quickly that yeah. that's part of the fun. Is it's just you're back in and you're mm. going. It does, yeah. It is starting. I'm up to like I'm. I think I'm just over halfway, and it's starting to have that real. It is reminding me a bit of that in some of the stuff I'm doing. A bit of like a, yeah, Celeste Super Meat Boy kind of like precision, speed. Mm. It like certainly gets timing. there. Yeah. yeah. Especially if you're going for those ace trophies, which are the top mm. one, because as you get each trophy, you're unlocking. So the first one will unlock having a ghost of your replay visible, which can be helpful. Then the second one will unlock a gift, the gift thing, which is, yeah, the, the, it's like an extra bonus thing that you might need to use your guns in a weird way to hop up high enough oh, to yeah. go get this thing or whatever. The third one unlocks a level hint, which is a little icon that you will see at one point that will show you maybe like a sequence break that you can do. Right. And then the fourth one unlocks like global leaderboard rankings and you can go back in and some people yeah. have crazy fucking times mm. already. So to get the gold, it's like there's a pr like a prescribed path that you do. And to get the gold, you just have to do that as quickly as you can. But then above the gold, there's like the ace ranking which is the only way to do that is to fuck with the level in some way. Right. So you can figure that out for yourself or, yeah, you can unlock the hint that's just like, hey, just jump over here and you avoid that whole section. Yeah, It's right. so satisfying. Every level has something that is fresh and creative. It doesn't get repetitive. You really are in, like, every sort of mission generally unlocks uh, a new weapon for you to have and they're all just placed around the level right uh and you you you're really progressing as you go on it it just didn't become at all repetitive for me it was so moorish that i yeah just wanted to chew through the whole thing other than yes the other aspect of the game which outside of actually playing the game there is a fair bit of like story and dialogue with these other characters so you're all called neons you're all up in heaven. You are very bad people on earth who are being given a chance in a tournament to be the one person who gets to beat it in heaven. Right, right. And there's a hundred of you or whatever, and you, that's what your neon rank is, is you're climbing up those rankings to be the best one who gets to live in heaven. And so you're interacting with um, this sort of main cast of characters in this kind of personary style where you're, you can go around and build relationships with them by giving them those gifts that you find in the yep. levels. Yep. And that will unlock this sequence of bonuses with them, which are literally listed out as like, it'll go like dialogue. Then another one, it'll, it, it'll have a list of like, for every gift, it'll be dialogue, dialogue, side quest, dialogue. It'll yeah, just I think have they kind of alternate for one you. for one, don't they? Uh, almost. It's so sort it's kind of like, yeah, all right, great. I've got two of the gifts, so I'm going to get a level. Mm. And then... I've only got one, so I'm now going to get some dialogue as my reward. And it's like, brother, that is not a reward. <laughs> that is the, the, the only knock that I have against this game. I think the visuals and the sound, I guess we'll talk about it in a minute, but are great. Everything about it I really love other than the writing, which is not good. Mm. Yeah, I almost don't – I almost didn't want to bring this up. <laughs> Do you know yeah. Because I would hate for someone to it, – it is in no way a reason – to not play it's the not game. So it's not so bad that I am skippable. Right. tortured it's, by it. Yes, you can fast forward through it. Yeah. There's a big fast forward icon up in the corner, okay. almost knowingly <laughs> at all and I'm, times. I'm, tr I'm sort of, I'm trying to get into it because it's like I love everything else about it so much. But like it is, because the other thing, if you imagine, like you said, that this is a game from that sort of Dreamcast era, lots of, get, like this type of game back then would have just been like, oh, yeah, here's some levels and a very vague conceit. Mm, Go yeah. for your life. So it's like having this kind of like these little cutscenes and this story. It's like 
it doesn't need to be it's not it's not really that sort of game to begin with it's like a super monkey ball where it's just like yeah here's a list of levels like right. give me the vaguest of conceits i don't need there to be a plot i don't need there to be all these characters it's like they're drawn well like the the design is cool but the the acting and the writing is just really dodgy stuff. It's it's not good. I've I've seen people describe it as though it's deliberately like early two thousands anime yeah. kind of awkward and kind of. It, but it doesn't work. It, I'm ripping through not, it, I, and I it's hard to imagine anyone sitting there and being like super invested and. I've been reading it and like skipping through as soon as I've read it and not Same. listening yeah, to the voice going, acting. Yeah. Right, yeah. The kind of background story that's going on is okay. It's like uh, you've got amnesia, mystery, what's going on here for okay. real type of thing. Starting to learn the backstories of these characters by giving them the gifts. It's just that they all kind of suck a bit. Mm. Where like, you know, you've got the like, I'm a psycho but cute girl. <laughs> and that's, I'm the dumb friend. And all those characters. It sounds and like the ferals. <laughs> I guess it's kind of that you got Darren and you yeah, got yeah you sort of yeah, do yeah, yeah it's the Ferals Mixy <laughs> Mixy Medigliana yeah. is like and the little floating cat guy is like the from Feral TV when they had the big frog as <laughs> yeah the he yeah. really is he's got the cigar <laughs> wow okay yeah it's the Ferals <laughs> yeah it's the Ferals the video game okay yeah, with that skin on it if they had someone modded it to make it the Ferals <laughs> then go in but the problem is that the Ferals are all like making little jokes about welcome to the Black Parade and shit that just oh. don't land yeah, once yeah. it's okay. not funny and it is trying a little bit to be which is a shame it was a couple of writers in the credits at the end so the main sort of designer the guy who did donut county yeah ben esposito esposito but yeah i mean i i reckon it's a game that he's not done the writing nearly everyone should try because it's so fun it's so unlike anything i've played before it feels amazing to play i've been it's kind of like so speed running is something that's generally like an extra thing that yeah. exists within video games that a community of people kind of like prescribe onto the game. They're yeah. like, here's the challenge that we have invented for ourselves that sort of doesn't really exist within the game. It reads to me as if someone who loves speed running tried to make a game where the whole point is speed running to show the layperson how fun speed running sure. can be. Mm. Like, because it, it, it is really like you get... You you know you have a good run and you you get the goal but you're still like Fuck, I could shave another two you can really Fractions feel yourself of a second getting are pulled important. in by it yeah, yeah it, it it really it, it is not racing even isn't the type of thing I tend to care about right mm. and this really fucking does it well because it just feels perfect to move around like it's first person platforming for a lot of it and right. it feels great yeah it has a really somehow. cool. Um, it's nice, like, the seamlessness of just, like, the um, the leaderboards just have your friends on mm. it automatically. So, without having to, like, enable it or add people within the game. I'd just been playing it for a bit and I got a couple of other friends who were playing it. And then just last night I was just like, oh, cool. I got the little yeah. the little rankings just showing up on the levels. Like, is is neat. Like, it's... Yeah. It, 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 and the, those side quests that you're unlocking for those characters, by the way, like extra sort of obstacle course levels that you're getting. And they're just such, they're so much fun to play. I looked forward to every new level yeah. that I was getting. And it, it, it's a shame that quite a sizable knock against what it's trying to do is that the writing isn't good. It's mm. a shame because everything else is there. So if that had just been there, this would be a fucking un, unequivocal top fucking yeah of right. the list of all time games i still think it is for me it, i just am enjoying the all the game? rest of it so yeah, much right. like it's definitely 
It's a game of the year for me so far. It's going to yeah. be hard to knock this out of my top five because it's just for something that just was not on my radar at all. And it's like I was dreaming about it last night. Like once you get into the systems Dude, of like, <laughs> I, I, like it's one of like Tetris or something. Yeah, it's right. really got that. You're flying through the air. Like one of the um, discard abilities you, you get is like a stomp thing. So you'll you'll be flying up through the air. There's a bunch of uh, enemies on the ground. There's also like a barrel of you know, TNT next to them. So you do the stomp, you kill them. The TNT launches you up <laughs> into the air on the n- next platform. You're just like, some of them, some of the levels like take a little bit of like trial and error to figure out. And then there's other ones where you're just, you you know what I mean? You just, you get in the zone that and you just like, if you're playing it enough, you, yeah. you're on the momentum and you're, when you do one in one go and you're like, look and you're like, oh, that thing down there, fuck, I need to, okay, land on that. And then like, oh, this ability, now I've got the double jump. Like it's, yeah. God, it's just the most thrilling feeling. Oh, and also a major part of it, which is enough of a stylistic thing that it kind of negates a lot of the um, negativity that I have towards the writing and the acting is the music. It's got this crazy techno soundtrack that is like sort of, I mean, it's not like a, you're not racing along to the music, but it does feel like such an integral part of the game. It's so part of the atmosphere and the attitude of it that it's got this like, crazy late 90s like there'll be one little voice clip that will that this song will hook around and so every mission there'll be this one track kind of under all of the levels kind of looping and yeah they sound really cool like fast beat yep. sort of 90s thing and like one thing of being like heaven is a trip or like whatever <laughs> some some vocal clip that will Come in every now and again, and like it, Fat Boy Slim style. Totally, yeah, yeah, it just, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It fits so fucking well, and it's nice. it's really good background action music too, because it doesn't get grating, even though you're replaying these levels so right. often and playing through this mission at once. Um, yeah, the music is fantastic. It looks really great too. Yep. Um, like it's a clean sort of simple art style in in the game, and then the the portraits and stuff of the um, characters are. are, are Good, mm-hmm. they're fine. Um, they're anime-looking sort of things, but I, I, every aspect of it, other than that writing, which is a shame because a sh- it, it, yeah. there's a mm. lot of it in there too. Yeah, you can fast forward through. I it. wish I was more kind of hooked in on that, but also it, yeah, it's weird because it just it's annoying, but it doesn't matter. Like it no. just does not need to be there at all. It's like it could this this would work great as a game that just was a series of levels. Totally. Still I appreciate the effort and the, the yeah. attempt at it. I think that's the thing. It's like it, almo- it almost was something yeah. where it would be additive for me to the game. It's It was almost something where it would be uh, a boner and a right. good thing. Yeah. Boneness. <laughs> no. It is a weirdly horny game. Okay. Yeah, the, yeah. A lot of the dialogue is like annoyingly horny. Yeah. It's and annoying because part of, I think a big part of what's grating me about the 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 writing and the story and stuff is the horniness because it's like the visuals are very anime inspired yeah and then it's doing that sort of like that stuff that is like a trope of mm. a lot of Japanese games a lot stuff. of anime kind of stuff and it's like yeah but it, this isn't an anime this is yeah. like Western people doing their version of what they think anime is and their version of what they think anime is is to just have a stereotypical just to have just like super dodgy pervy. horny stuff in there like yeah. it's right. kind of it's like you can be a bit better than that like without leaning into the worst bits of it it's a shame and like i yeah 
the game itself so so good yeah really fucking fantastic the I music the presentation i loved how like when you complete a mission it's got this screen that just has a full mission complete written there and some weird filtered voice goes mission complete and it's so <laughs> dreamcasty yeah and that era that like brief window of like 99 to 2001 right. style of game and it but you know with this fresh really original version of that i thought uh, like i just fucking ate it up mm. um and 100% really of it. really like it I, I couldn't stop yeah and i don't know how you would have pitched this like how you would have cooked this up and mm. even come up with like a dem- like one little demo level to convince people of the mechanics let alone the 90 yeah. or whatever that are in there and they yeah they keep finding they're all so brilliantly designed and just perfectly intricate. I, it really is what you were saying before of like, what if they took like the old Quake Done Quick thing and mm, you just right. made a game that was focused on that and deliberately built around being like a kind of puzzle version of that. Well, yeah, you're rocket jumping and shit. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's uh, so, so it's P- at the moment it's only Switch and PC. I think so. I believe. Okay. Uh, if you're going to get it on the Switch, it doesn't tell you this, but you can turn on gyro aiming, which makes it a lot feel a lot smoother and easier. Yes. It's weird that it doesn't come up with a thing at the start of, would you like to do this? You have mm. to know that it's in the menu and go and look for it. And have you found the controls okay on the Switch? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I would, I, I would. St- if you've got the option, I would say it mouse seems and keyboard. like a game that is made for mouse and keyboard. Yeah. I'm not a, I like, yeah, I don't have that connection to mouse and right. keyboard from back in the day. So I just opted for controller because that's where I'm. Fair enough. M- yeah. More. But yeah, it's, you've, yeah, you've got those options if you've got a PC and it definitely seems like, and obviously it would like run a little better and yeah. smoother yeah. and everything. It, it looks good on the, and it's like 30 bucks. Yeah. Oh, sick. Great game. Yeah. Okay. Rip fucking neon white is very, very, very fucking good. I'm going to give it a crack uh, because I've, I'm just about ready to move on from a couple of games I've been playing recently. Um, one of them is very short and is more of like a funny idea than a game. Although okay. it does have fantastic puzzle gameplay. Uh, something I mentioned, I think, last night or the night before to you guys, The Looker. Oh, yeah. Okay. What's The Looker? It's a parody of The Witness. Right. Okay. A witness looks at stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's witnessing. Yeah. The witness dead and loving it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's a parody, I guess, in the sense it's like, I think that kind of undersells the game itself, actually, because it is—it's just a, a like if someone made the witness, but with a bit of a sense of humor. Okay. So it well, really you got is... you got fooled in pretty hard by this parody because you initially said to us, "It's like, yeah. oh, it's a sequel to the witness," and then you yeah. came back ten minutes later, you're like, "My mistake, it's a parody." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I think I read because it was on Steam and it's for free. And I was just looking through new stuff and, you right. know, new releases and shit. And I was like, oh, cool. And I think one of the reviews was maybe was purposefully, you know, being like, oh, yeah, it's the it's by right. the Witness guy. Darth right. Vader is back in Spaceballs. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Going to the cinema and being like, wow, they made a sequel to Scream. They've just <laughs> called it Scary Movie this time. <laughs> well, the ghost face is in it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. and, and this, it looks like the Witness. The text is the same, all of that stuff. But... It's much more simple and pared back. It's like you just launch it and it's like, hey, click to start the game. Mm-hmm. And then you sort of, yeah, open up on a little, like, clearly like a Unity engine, just, you know, first person. It looks like The Witness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And instead of, because The Witness, I, I've i only played a bit of it, but it was like you'd sort of click onto a puzzle and then you'd like move the, 
a dot cursor like through the mazes and yeah, shit. Yeah, like sort extend of. a line through them. Right, like caterpillar or so. You know, yeah. yeah. Um, this is it's basically that it's it's I don't know I must I'm assuming it's PC only because it's like freehand it's like you're just drawing with like a bit of red chalk okay so it's like you know actually you're like hearing like as you're like but it's very similar things um, all of the puzzles I've seen so far are like there's like a board and on the board it'll say start or it'll be an S mm. and somewhere else on the board it'll be end or an E yeah and you just have to get from the start, draw a line from the start to the end. That's a witness. And most of them at the start of the game are just like, you're just drawing one line across and then you'll be like, oh, see this thing like, boom, oh, this, this is lighted up and the power's gone from this one to the next one. So you keep moving along, moving along. And yep. and then it'll start to be a little bit more, yeah, um, inventive or lateral where it's like, oh, where there's a start on this one, but... There's no end, and then it's like, oh, if you like look behind it, you gotta like draw around the board, or you've got to witness, draw baby. along the wall to the next one. Yeah, um, but it just, yeah, it's gotten much more creative as it goes along, and you're like, oh, I gotta go up to the top of this tower, but how? Oh, there's a gate there. How does the gate open? And then you just like go somewhere else, and cool. like, oh, there's another puzzle over here that links to this one, to this one, and there's like, uh, there'll be there. I think the best example of this game is that there is a maze. And it has a start and it doesn't have an end visible um, or like an E or anything written. But you'll be drawing a line and a voice, a, the guy who made the game obviously, will go beep. And then right. you'll keep going and go beep. And then you go beep. Beep. Oh, you're getting very close now. Oh, beep. Yeah. Oh, beep. And so like that's the guide to find out where the end of the maze is. Right, and, right. Uh, it's that. It's kind of like fun ideas that it'll throw in to kind of turn this stuff slightly on its side. Um, there'll be like other ones it starts to introduce where you've got to like, um, there'll be little shapes on the maze, like, you know, a heart or a, or a diamond or whatever. And you'll have to go through the maze and c- go over them in a certain sequence. Yeah. And it'll become more complex as you go. And you'll have to remember like, oh, the sequence is like, well, diamonds are first, then crescent moon. Then, you know, blah, 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 blah. And so they'll just get more complex as they go. And then it'll be like, oh, on the other side of the map, there's a totally complicated one where it doesn't have the the cues to remind you. You know, it'll be like, oh, maybe I'll go back and do these other ones right down the sequence. Yeah. And then go, you know, so it's a, yeah, pretty classic puzzle game. Very similar to the actual Witness. But I think it's only like two or so, two and a half hours long. Uh, but it's free. And cool. it's been very rewarding and very fun and, and kind of funny and, uh, yeah, really enjoyable. So I, cool. I recommend it. It's uh, Awesome. Yeah, free on Steam. And what? then I've played... The Looker. The Looker, yes. Okay. The Looker. Um, and or you could do like a... Uh, you could start with The Looker and yes. then you could go on to The Witness. I think Absolutely. you should play The Witness after this. The similar Witness to, yeah. is so yeah. good. Yeah, similar to the experience that people of our generation had with The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah. Where we're more familiar <laughs> yes. with... Oh, Clockwork Orange. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, I just tapped out of the witness uh, because me too. I got to a point like very early. I was just like, oh, I'm not letting. I don't know. I'll play something else. Fair enough. Uh, but I do intend on playing the witness. Um, and then another very like um, played a few of these lately. Sort of like a city building game, but it's really just like you're just clicking and putting down things, and oh, it's yeah. sort of taking care of itself. So there's like Townscaper is one. I played right. a bit of that, and that's like. Completely objective free. Yeah, yeah. Was that the island one? Yeah, you're just clicking the. No, that's Islanders. Islanders is the one I played. Sorry. Right, right. 
Uh, yeah, townscape, but yeah, you're just like dragging and drawing, right? You're just, yeah, building up as tall as you want, connecting them, but there's no, it's just meant to be a relaxing, you just sit there and just do this for the sake of doing it. Yes. Kind of get it to look how you just feel like it should look. Yeah. You change the colours and then... Just delete it if you want and start all over again. Right, and it's then nice. Islanders is a bit more objective based, where yeah. you're there's like points, goals, and you have a certain number of like things you can lay out. Yeah, like you know a town center and a bunch of houses and stuff. And as long as you lay them out on the terrain in a way that adds up to enough points, you'll get to get a bunch more stuff. Like to a lay farm out. being near a field gives you more points or whatever. Yes, it was. And yeah. yeah. And so this one I've been playing is called Dorf Romantic. <laughs> don't don't know why. It it may be like a Romanian like I, I assume it's not sure. an English phrase, probably. Dorf. D O R F and then romantic with a K. Um, it does sound like a villain from the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Get him, Dorf! Sort of, yeah, like an evil... Those um, titles are done! Evil tuxedo mask. Yeah, yeah, Dorf yeah. romantic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but this one is um, hexagons. You got a pile, a stack of hexagons. You put one down and it's like... Um, all grass. And so the next hexagon, and they just, you know, it just they keep coming up. The next one will be like a bit of grass on these sides and then forest on the other side. Mm -hmm. So you're like, oh, well, I'll align the grass with the grass. Pop that down. And then the next one might be full trees. So you connect that to the trees. And it just kind of goes on like that. Like there'll be ones with a stream running through it. And so you're like, okay, I'll pop that over here. And then... You've uh, got to, if a stream one comes up, you have to connect it to that stream. Or a train track will come up. Yeah. And it'll be like, okay, it's like a, you know, a, a three-way train track. Well, I guess I want to pop that over to this side of my little map because when I get more train tracks, I'll want to be able to, you know, d t mm -hmm. take them away because obviously on the other side is like a forest or there'll be houses there or whatever. And yeah, you're just kind of like expanding concentric building of these tiles onto your landscape essentially and i i i'm not sure what causes the level to end i guess maybe you run out of tiles and it's a high score thing is mm. is what i've been getting it's like oh your high score is 6000 but again similar to these other ones it's not there's no like real stakes to it except for like being able to continue to build yep and have an aesthetically pleasing and functional little, you know, landscape. Um, and yeah, it's just really fun. It's really, it's a great one to like listen to a podcast and just zone out, zone out and tap away. It's really, you know, it's just, you know, plug in and play. Cool. There's no, you know, continuity to it. Um, but yes, similar to, to Islanders and Townscaper. It's just on uh, PC? I would assume so. Yes, at this point. Yeah. And there is not a Switch version in production, even though it was indicated at one point, but it is just Windows. Yeah, right. Right now. Because I looked it up. Uh, it was for for uh, students in Berlin, German students. Oh, cool. Oh. Dorf Romantic translate to, translates to village romanticization. Dorf as in Dusseldorf. Oh, okay. I like this. Um, so, yeah, that makes perfect sense. It's basically like... Well, how, how do you go with planning ahead if maybe you can't? You know, it's like you have to be adaptable and have in your head a sort of uh, a mind's eye picture of how you want this little village to look. Yeah, right. But yeah, really chill. Um, not very expensive. I feel like I might have got it on sale, but I don't think it was that much at full price anyway. Cool. Um, 
But yeah, if you like those kinds of games, even your like unpackings and stuff like that, right. mm-hmm. this is probably in that category. Your wholesome games. Cool. But I, I Both really ends liked of the it. Spectrum. Yeah, you yeah. Can have your fast action. Yep. And your slow village. And in the middle, Ninja Turtles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, a lot of recommendations there. Uh, big week coming up next week. A lot of stuff yeah. uh, on the docket that I'm personally interested in. A Leckhead is out on the Switch. Yep. Sonic Origins is out. Uh, there's that Pocky and Rocky remaster that I'm looking forward to. And Fire Emblem Three Hopes. Yes. And uh, who knows? Maybe a bit of news coming down the pipe. <laughs> hey, we can't tell yet. No. That's the crazy thing. I don't Yeah, if that's Switch Direct, we'll try and... Oh, it'd be good to record... Soon after that Switch Direct yeah. happens. You but know I don't it. know if that's going to work. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be recording the day before. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, we're going to wrap it up there. Thank you for listening. July the 2nd, come and see us at Comedy Republic in Melbourne. Yes. Or watch us live from wherever you are in the world. Comedyrepublic.com.au. Get onto the Patreon. Yes. Get the bonus episodes every week. And we've got lots of stuff coming up for you in July. Uh, and we've got the Bandcamp episodes. We just recently did one. Oh, yeah. On the Shock series, Bioshock and System Shock and uh, a couple of other games in the mix there too. Yes. Uh, it's about two hours long. It's a deep dive on all of them. And, uh, yeah, people enjoying it so far, so check that out. Filthycasuals.com.au is where you can find all those links. Thank you very much for listening. We will see you next time. And as we say here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals, Neon White is so good it makes me want to strangle a puppy. (laughs) (laughs) It's like that. (laughs) It's no good. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.